You are listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. man how are you thanks for being on the show oh thank you thank you for having us i'm good how are you doing today i'm all right i'm all right go ahead and introduce yourself to the people listening out there um my name is matthew wright i'm the director and founder of the new mexico growers cup uh it's an annual event we do in timberon and uh it hosts a lot of bands and we got a lot of fun and cannabis at the show cool and this year it's on saturday may 1st yes sir it sure is and last year was at a different date as well. It seems like you guys are still trying to figure out when to have it. Um, no, well, COVID kind of happened last year. Um, it's going to be first weekend of May every year. Yeah. Um, also going to start doing a Harvest Fest, which will be a uh, will be around October, November. It's amazing how COVID affected everything. Yeah, right? it really did. We were like, we already had entries. We had everything. We had already sent out to judges, and then like they locked everything down. We couldn't have a concert. We couldn't do this. Wow. So we, we postponed until October this last year, this year, and uh, now we're ready to go. You know, so we're ready back, to do May. Back to May first. Yep. Yeah, it's the perfect weekend in the mountains. It's always like a beautiful weekend in the mountains. It really is. That's what I was going to follow up with. It's in Timber, Timberon, New Mexico. Am I saying that correctly? Timberon? Tim, Timberon? Yep. Why Timberon? So I picked Timberon mainly because I lived there. And then secondly, because uh, lack of law enforcement. <laughs> Our first year, it was straight up a rave, basically. It was like set up like a rave. Like everybody got the location 24 hours before. And there was a, there was a table um right there close like to the event and it but you couldn't get to the event unless you had a, a guide basically and so there was a table and everybody paid at that table and then the guide would take them up it was pretty cool. wow sounds magical well for those uh, for those that are listening timberon is only a, a two and a half hour drive from el paso that's a two and a half hour drive from el paso what else happens in timberon um there's a lot of hunting that was mainly how timberon was founded was it was kind of a hunting community thing mainly it's just people that want to get away from everything man like it's pretty laid back it's a lot of ranchers and um Mm. just people that want to be left alone and there's a lot of people that grow marijuana up there (laughs) (laughs) say like 75 percent of the people there grow some kind of cannabis every year so cool i get another reason to pick timber on you know it's just it's the home of growers man it really is i get the feeling that it's out of the way um, yeah it's another world man it's it's really cool it's like you're going back in time like it, it's like going back to the 1980s everybody waves when they drive by and things like that it's an amazing place is there a reason why new mexico has become such a hot spot for growing especially in that area um i'm not real sure um specifically for timber on it would be the the climate like mm. it's it's perfect for growing up there. You have more days of sun than, than rain. You have a great sun exposure on that side of the mountain. Like our new farm is right on top of a, of a mountain and it just soaks sun all day long. Wow. It's great. 
So what exactly is the New Mexico Growers Cup? Let's see. It's a grow competition basically for anybody that in the whole world. I don't, we'll accept an entry from anywhere. If you can get it to us in New Mexico, we'll take your entry. And basically we just, we try to find the best growers in the world. And uh, we've had entries from the UK the first year. We've had entries from California last year. This year is, is kind of special. It's all New Mexico growers this year. Um, nobody from out of state entered. And basically, it's a concert. We're going to announce the winners at the cup, at the event. And um, it's just a big concert and a celebration, and everybody gets to hang out. And it's kind of my dream. I, I mean, I want people to be able to live like it's not a, um, a persecuted plant, you know. Like, <laughs> I want you to be able to come out and smoke yeah. joints all day or whatever you want to do. Like, And sure, we're going to card everybody at the door and ask for med cards and all that. But everybody's welcome. Like, you'll get a stamp one way or the other. And then don't worry. Like, everybody will still have a good time. I promise. Just to keep everybody happy, we do the hand stamp. So Cool. There are four categories listed on the flyer. THC flower, CBD flower, edibles, and topicals. How do you judge each one? And what constitutes a winner? It's going to be appearance, you know, when they open the package, like, or or even the packaging itself, but everything's blind judge, so it'll just have a number. Um, they're not allowed any labeling, but they're able to do it up with their package any way they want and make a nice looking package. And then they can also, um, they can, you know, the appearance of the bud as far as trim, all that. And then we also do the smell, like, you know, and, and um, flavor of it. And then we also do uh, smokeability for the flower and, the, and you know does it burn white ash does the joint stay lit you know and things like that and then effects is is the last one and they're, they're scored double everything's one through five and then the effects is times two that way you know even if you don't have the best appearance you know sometimes the best bud isn't something that looks the greatest you know so effects is going to be times two you know and, and then it just goes for that like all the way through on uh, edibles and everything it's basically you know smell or taste and then and the effects is the big thing you know cool so whatever gets you the highest i guess is the winner yeah well and then i mean to me like it may be the pleasant is high you know maybe it's not so much the most stone but maybe you know you're just the happiest high you get out of all of them you know cool and i look for the best flavors too i really want that flavor to hit you like right away like if it doesn't have a good smell when we're breaking it up usually it's not even worth smoking because it's not going to have that flavor and that's part of the score you know and it's like it's not even gonna make it because it doesn't have any smell or flavor to it so it's got to be good in all in all respects it's got to and that's what the whole deal is we want to find people that have all around you know really good fire cannabis like some really good meds like and i you know i thought like the last two years i really thought oh man i could have beat these guys or whatever and then this year i i decided to enter and now we got like 40 other people or more entered and like everybody's got good shit. And I'm like, fuck. Like, like, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm in a place now. Like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> are there any tips that, that growers know of or are there any growing tips that you could share with us? My biggest advice for newer growers or any grower really is keep it simple. Mm. Like basic gardening, like straight basic organic gardening, like will get you so far in, in your in your growing. Like everything I do now is basically what I did 25 years ago when I learned to grow from my grandpa. Like, and he grew organic, like mm. just with compost and outdoors and the sun. And he had great cannabis. Like to me, like people get too too crazy on it. Like you, yeah. if you keep it really simple, basic organic gardening, like and you and you finish your plants, like that's a big thing too. Is people harvest early. If you finish those plants, like 
you get you maximize your weight you maximize the effects everything you know the terps like it's you know keeping it simple and having patience is the biggest two keys is there a difference between growing it indoors and outdoors and once you grow it indoors does it not does it like not make it organic anymore no indoors it still can be organic i guess that would be uh sun-grown cannabis would be what you would call something from outdoor like that's really high high-end craft or something they would call it sun-grown organic or or biological you know and um yeah there's not much difference i mean like indoors you can grow a cleaner product mm. out than indoors like you have factors you can't help outdoors like last year we got hit with a lot of hail storms mm. it created damage on the stocks where we ended up with some mold on some of the plants and so we couldn't sell those you know we couldn't do anything with them other than cook them basically and, and use them for other things so yeah it just it's sad you know like outdoors is a lot tougher to me i hear a lot of people oh you just put the seed in the ground and let it go outside like yeah but then you have to deal with hail storms and everything else too and pests and it just seems like indoors is like people get mad at me indoors is like growing with like training wheels on like basically mm. for me because more and more they make it sound like a science lab right yeah and i tell you like i score high 20s with my outdoor like all day long like i can score high 20 thc percentages <laughs> and people say you got to do that indoors but you can do it outdoors you just got to you just got to work at it a little bit. Cool. The really keeping it simple and having good genetics is a big, you know, like, I mean, as long as you do basic gardening, like you're going to have good plants. Like. So you, you said, you mentioned earlier that you uh, learned to grow from your grandpa. What was that like? Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool, man. Like it's kind of funny. He, he had done some prison time and things like that. But um, when he had retired, he'd went down to Mexico and spent some time in the mountains and stuff down there. And he learned how to grow while he was down there. He came back with some of that knowledge and learned. He had learned how to identify males and things early on and stuff, so that you could pull them way early. And then he moved to Oklahoma and he had a he had a farm up there. And we would grow about I don't know an acre or so of cannabis up there every year. Wow, he, uh, which was crazy in Oklahoma at the time. Like it's highly illegal 25 years ago. <laughs> no, but he he had great bud man. He had a great cross. He had a Panama red cross with uh, an Afghani, and it was crazy good and. We just ran that all the time and um, he'd have, you know, hundred pounds or whatever every year. Mm. So, but yeah, I mean, it was awesome. Like he taught me a lot, man. He was an awesome grandpa. Like he just, he'd like, when he retired, he got a little crazy. So, <laughs> but yeah, once he moved up there and started growing, he stayed out of trouble. It was cool. Well, you mentioned one thing that he would do is recognize the males, uh, the male plants. So I guess eventually you had to learn all these little things, right? Like how do you recognize a male plant or a female plant? So, so early on, like around the seventh uh, internode, like the spacing between your leaves is an internode and so on the main stalk there. And so at your seventh internode, as, they, as the branches are coming out, you'll have seven stacks of them. At the seventh one, usually you'll see a tiny, tiny hair or a tiny, tiny little ball start. And if you get the tiny, tiny little ball, then 99% of the time, that's a male. Like you can be pulled every once in a while and it may just turn out to be a female, but 99% of the time you can pull all those. And then all the, all the females usually have a tiny little hair that you can barely see that'll pop wow. out. And so that's what we look for at the seventh internode. Sometimes it's the eighth, but yeah, usually with uh, number seven. Cool. Who won last year? 
Um, John Baca won last year. He got first and third in the uh, in the flower, I believe. Jason Fernandez won the CBD flower, and Sativa Dupree took um the edibles. Topicals was Alex Beck. Alex Beck was our California winner last year. He had some amazing stuff. What are topicals? Those are like I would I would assume creams. Yes, sir. Yeah, it'd be like a muscle rub or a cream down for you, the outside of the skin, outside of the body. Oh, cool. And, um, they, they really seem to be a great medicine. Like a lot of people really love them. They seem to be the most popular for pain relief, for sure. The entry deadline for this year was April 1st. How do growers submit their samples and well, how does that work? We accept, uh, in New Mexico, like you have medical um, cards, a uh, ton of people have them now. So medical patients can gift one patient to another. So what we do is, uh, you know, we set up different spots that people can drop off. Mm. And uh, we this year in Albuquerque, we had Motivation by Naturals. And then we had me down here in Alamogordo. And then people just drop off at either one of those locations. And then you bring in 10 grams of your best or, or 10 doses of your of your edibles or, or topical. We accept shipping sometimes. It just depends. We'll make it work. Like, I know we're not supposed to do that, but we make it work. <laughs> Whatever we got to do to get people in, like we're down, like, but um, yeah, that's basically all you have to do. You just have to be a somebody that grows your own or makes your own edibles and or topical, and you can enter if you got ten doses or ten grams. Why did you decide to start this? I grew up like reading High Times and things like that, and be like, oh man, it'd be so cool to go to a cannabis cup. I never thought that would ever happen in New Mexico, and then we had medical here for quite a while, and like, and I've had my card, and I grow, and I have the seed company, and like, I really want to show people my stuff. And it was like, there's no competitions here, like none. There's no growers cup, there's no cannabis cup, there's nothing like so. I decided, well, why not just do my own growers cup? And originally, I wanted to do an indoor kind of event in Timberon around new year's like on a new year's type of thing but it just didn't work out it just seemed like a better bit to do a festival like that's what i really like is festivals and stuff i grew up doing going to those and so that we did a we decided to do it outdoor and do a festival style deal cool. and it worked out and it's the best bit for us and it really worked the best and the, and i picked that weekend just because it's such a nice weekend every year so it seems to have worked out both years were perfect weather and even though we ended up doing one in october it seemed like it worked out i picked the right weekend and then too so and what what are the prizes what's the the what does first prize get first prize flower this year is going to get an acoma pueblo hand-thrown uh water pipe from uh sherilyn sanchez of shabakush pipes um that thing is amazing like it's super amazing like so awesome that we got that it's like so awesome i just can't even believe it and then um we have another one for first place edibles and then we have some uh we have some trays and things like that to go in uh there'll be um, there's no cash involved. Like we don't ask for people to pay cash to enter. So we don't do a cash prize, but there'll be food that, that'll be donated to the winners and things from the, the vendors and such. So all the vendors have to put in something so that the, we give plenty of stuff away to the, to the winners. And, um, but yeah, right now, those are the things we have right now. Cool. And yeah, all the vendors are bringing a hundred dollars worth of stuff to give out to eat. So we'll have plenty of stuff to give to everybody. We'll have raffles all day and everybody will get to win stuff and so will the winners. They'll all, everybody gets a lot. It's fun. It's that, that was kind of the deal the first year. It kind of made it more popular for sec the second year. Everybody was really ready for it. We just gave away stuff like crazy, like as much as we could. Like, Yeah, that's cool. Um, so you're, you've mentioned already that you're a grower and you mentioned the seed, uh, seed company. Zia Farm and Seed. We just won uh, best seed company in New Mexico at the SE Awards. Cool. 
uh, so you also have a shop and all that. Um, no, we don't have a shop. We're just mm -hmm. running a seed company. Um, basically, it's a it's kind of underground black market or whatever. It's all online. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it's a gray area for seeds, so yeah. plant count is what matters in, for us. So it's horticulture, man. It's horticulture. <laughs> right? Exactly. I'm a botanist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm addicted to plants. I'll tell you, right? I'm addicted to just growing anything. I, I love growing everything. You mentioned there'll be live music. So who's set to play? Is it like rock? Is it hip hop? Um, so we got a mix. We got, we got, uh, we got some metal, some rock. We have, uh, some reggae bands. We have a couple of reggae and we have a couple of hip hop groups too. We, we have a war weapon that's local to Las Cruces, El Paso area. They're awesome. I really like those guys, man. They're mm -hmm. super sick. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. I like them, man. Them guys like got me bumping. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, they're awesome. We got, uh, this guy Jagger from Clovis that'll be there. He's pretty upbeat. Got a, like kind of a hip hop thing going on. Um, but we'll have, a uh, Sancho and the side piece will be a, our reggae band. That'll be there. One of our reggae bands. Oh, cool. Sancho and the side piece sells themselves with the name, but they're really good band. And I really like their music. Cool. What kind of food and what kind of vendors? Um, so we'll have a, a mix of food. We're going to have uh, bombshell burgers. We'll have, um, we'll have, she's out of Albuquerque. We'll have a 505 food truck. He's got some like special New Mexico cuisines and stuff that he whips up. Like he's got a special thing going this year. I haven't even heard what he's going to bring yet. So we'll see what he brings, but he's, he always whips it up. Wake and Bake will be there with some edibles and stuff. Sativa Street's <laughs> edibles wow. um, we'll have uh the cannabis switch in new mexico there with all kinds of rubs and edibles we got a lemonade truck coming and he makes all kinds of crazy lemonades and stuff uh i picked up a food truck in cruces today i think can't even think of the name of it but he's got mango frescas and things like that he'll have all kinds of asada and tacos and things so and then uh, we're working on a Luna's snacks from uh, Roswell. I really want them there. They make these crazy good mango frescas with like fruit cups on top and kamoi and everything. It's fucking wild. Queen Bees from Crucis will be there with all kinds of gear. She's going to bring all kinds of like smoke shop stuff, clothes, everything. We got all kinds of artists that'll be there. Uh, Sherilyn Sanchez with her Indian Pueblo art and stuff. Like she'll have hand thrown pottery there some water pipes hand thrown water pipes and things there she'll be doing it up lots of folks man there's just so much stuff you'll see a little bit of everything it sounds like it'll be really chill real fun time yeah yeah everybody has a blast everybody ends up saying it's like the time of their life once they come so and you know what everybody's looking for fun right now so <laughs> yeah we've been locked up a year they're ready <laughs> everybody is ready to get out and go to a festival man and like enjoy the open air and mm get some sunshine and like it's gonna be great man. um how can people find you guys on social media um zia farm and seed on instagram or new mexico growers cup on facebook that's it right now on, on social media um we got a website ziafarmandseed.com if they want to get tickets uh they can use the promo code 420 to get 20 percent off and get them at 20 bucks a piece that way cool is there anything else that you'd like to add no, we just want everybody to come out and have a good time, man. And like everybody's welcome, all ages. It don't matter. We're going to try and have a petting zoo out in the parking lot for everybody. So you don't even have to come in the cup. Like you'd be able to just hang out with the kids or whatever. Yeah, we're just trying to make it open for everybody, man. I just want it to be a great time for everybody. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you having me on. We'll see you soon.